talk about, um, like I think about this one guy, Jim Woodford, a uh, commercial airline pilot who uh, he had everything. He, he loved horses. He had a horse farm. He had 19 British sports cars. He had his own airplane, a yacht. He never prayed to God. His wife was a Christian and she prayed for him all the time. And when he died, he, he had Guillain-Barre, which is a very painful disease. And he ended up getting addicted to opioids and accidentally overdosed. And as his hit, head was hitting the steering wheel of his truck, he realized, he said, you know, when you're dying. And he said, suddenly I realized I've never once thanked God for the life I thought was my own doing. And as, and as his head was hitting the steering wheel, he cried out, God, forgive me. It's all he had time for. And boom. He's out. I told, I told Jim, I think you beat the thief on the cross for last minute. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that's who I identify with. Yeah. And, and interestingly, um, like many people who last second cry out, I find God sometimes allows them to first see where they were headed. And he does, he sees again, a hellish, uh, place and again, cries out to God from the other side. And these three angels rescue him. And he des he describes them. One of them he found out was his guardian angel. Another was a warrior angel. Another was a scribe angel that had been recording his life. It's fascinating. I love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. The, well, and when you read about how he describes them, they're just, they take him. And, and they're now walking through heaven, just the, the glory, the beauty of heaven. But then they, they say, Jim, touch, touch my robe. And he touches the robe and all of a sudden they rise up and he realizes he's like getting an aerial view of the, the city of God, the wow. same one Santosh described the same one in revelation 21. And he's describing it the same way. And he thought to himself, it's kind of like God knew as an airline pilot, I would love this kind of holding pattern view. Interestingly, Nancy, another commercial airline pilot, Captain Dale Black, who also had a near-death experience, same thing. He, he came in kind of like approaching the same city of God and describes it. And what Jim said is after he came back down, he realized what, what God was doing because even even at first he the smell he had when he was when when the angel hugged him the angel hugged him his guardian angel and he smelled tapioca and he said tapioca was the smell of my grandmother's house growing up it was the warmest place spiritually warmest place he knew. and then they walk him to the split rail fence there in heaven and the angel says, Jim, look, and he looks and out of this, this grove of trees come trotting these three magnificent horses, white horses, and the grass lit up as they trotted along. And, and he realized that, you know, he deserved nothing. And yet God loved to delight him, to show him in heaven, the the things that he would love. And, you know, another guy, Randy Kay, who was a CEO had the same, the same experience. And, um, and in heaven, his, 
so he grew up bullied and uh, in, in and out of the hospital all the time. And his dog, Casey, was his best friend. It was his companion. And his dog, Casey, would always jump up and lick his face, you know, like a lollipop, he said. Well, there in heaven, Jesus says to him, look, and he turns and he does his, does his hand like this. And, and, and Randy turns and he said, there's Casey in heaven. And he jumps up, he picks him up, he jumps up on him and he's licking his face like a lollipop just the same way. And he sets him down and he goes running off into this field of flowers. And Jesus says, see, beloved, I give you the desires of your heart. Aww. Psalm 37, four, delight yourself in the Lord. You know, in other words, commit your heart and your ways to him daily, and he will give you the desires of your heart. It's his promise. Yeah. You know? And, and so I think at the end of the day, and there's, there's so much more, they, they saw our prayers, you know, Jim, Jim was standing there by this, by this uh, split rail fence. And he, he looks up in this cerulean blue sky. He said, you know, as an airline pilot, I'm always looking for the sun to get my bearing. Well, there was no sun. He said, I I'd never read the Bible. I didn't know that, you know, revelation 21 and Isaiah 60 says there is no sun or moon. The glory of God is its light. Yeah. He said, I didn't know that, but he said, he looks up in this cerulean blue sky and these six, they look like, like stars, or he said like contrails, you know, that's those, those jet streams that you see. And, and he asked the guardian angel, what are those? And he said, Jim, those are the prayers of your family, even now for your soul going up to the throne of God. Oh. And I have like four and maybe five other people in imagine the God of heaven who also saw the prayers of people like they described it like, like, like a shooting star or like crystalline it was somehow physically manifested and they go to the throne of god and and one guy saw that he answers them all and jim said all of them are recorded every prayer we ever pray from the heart is recorded and he said the reason for that is not you know it's not to get you it's it's that when we have our life review that god can show us not only the wonders of what he answered and the ripple effect of those, but also the reason for the ones he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm crying over on this side because I'm, I'm so thrilled that you wrote this book. I'm so thrilled that you um, are giving, you know, some hope um, to those who, you know, really need to know about heaven and, Thank you for that. You are, you've just blessed me and blessed so many people that are listening right now. Um, well, thank so, you, Nancy. I'm that, you know, I thank you. Thank you. And so I, I want to ask you um, one story that comes to your mind about hell. Can you share one story before we close? Anesthesiologist, an Indian anesthesiologist who by his own admission, he had, you know, he grew up with an abusive father and he'd become abusive and he had become addicted to drugs as well because of pains he was going through. Both of them found themselves in a, in a place that they described as both darkness, like you darker than if you were buried under the earth and covered up darker than that, which I don't know how you can be darker than that. And 
there were there was fire at the same time in places and these creatures these beings who were torturing them and um and that was swadik too and that's when jesus entered in and said you know and and this man of light who he recognizes as jesus and says i died for mankind you're one of those i died for do not deny it and tell everyone the anesthesiologist cried out to god for forgiveness and he realized he said i was repenting he used that word and he said these two christian angels take him from that place through this tunnel and across this beautiful landscape to the presence of this god of light brighter than the sun who was love who knew him intimately gave him a life review because he wanted to show him again you know the ways he needed to change yeah and he comes back saying i had a sense that maybe that was jesus and then he is he is actually trying to lead his friend Naresh, who was dying of cancer, to comfort him about this God of mercy and compassion that he met. Um, and uh and and he was telling him about him. And 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 when uh, this is Dr. Parti, when he came back, he he went and started exploring a church and got baptized. Um, but I don't know. I don't know where he's at with Jesus completely. I, what he told me, no, he told me, he said, I, I, I love Jesus. So I want to follow Jesus with all my heart, but doesn't mean, you know, all the, all the pieces are there, but he, um, he's telling Naresh about this God and then Naresh dies. And the night Naresh dies, he has a vision, but he's awake. And again, he sees Naresh and he sees this God of light and he's taken up and, and this God of light says, it's not your time yet. You have to stay. And he says, who are you, Lord? And out of this light walks a man with a beard and a robe and says to him, I'm Jesus, your savior. And so, yeah, uh, Nancy, I mean, the truth is I was, a, I was kind of like, wow, Lord, why are you, why are you doing this? Like how many people, mm. Karina from Colombia as well, she cries out to God at the last minute. She's just, she said, she's saying that our father, you know, she, which she yeah. learned in Catholic church, but then way wandered from God and went down all kinds of sinful paths and, and not without reason. She had a very rough, rough background. But she realizes as she's dying and she's saying to our father, but she's saying, I'm so sorry, I repent, you know, she's repenting too, but she first tasted this hellish experience and then God rescued her. Mm -hmm. So that's common. And I, I would say this though, um, it's, it's only common in the sense of those who deny the Lord or just blow the Lord off all the way till the very end. Yeah. You know, or, or, or maybe didn't know him, but cry out to him. Yeah. And what we see is that he is the God of all compassion. Like the message of Jesus is that God, you know, and God foretold this. I, I love it. I, Cause I get to go into that and imagine the God of heaven. I go into how God foretold all this. Like there, there are signs in history apart from near death experiences that show how these all tie. 
Yeah. And, and he foretells that he's going to come to pay for all our sins. And he did that so that anyone anywhere can call on the name of the Lord and be saved, be made right with him. We were meant to be his children. And just like with my children, you know, I can't force them to love me, but I would do anything to have them be home with me and, and to rescue them from harm. Yeah. And and especially ultimate harm, right? Yeah. yeah. And and so the only thing that can keep us away from God or out of heaven is our ego, mm-hmm. our own pride. Yeah. Saying, I I'm good. I don't need I don't need your forgiveness. I don't I don't need God. I got it. Thank you. But apart from that, that's it. Yeah. Ha- can you say the the salvation prayer for somebody who might not know what that is if they are struggling right now? Yes, absolutely. I'd love to. You know, first thing I would I would say is it's not the words, it's what's in your heart. And God knows your heart and he looks at your heart. But if you're if you're not sure and and you can be sure that you're right with God forever, just tell him this in your heart. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for what you came to do that you revealed to us the God who is unseen. And you revealed his love, his sacrificial love. And, and God, I want relationship with you. I want your forgiveness. I want you to come and lead my life. And thank you that you created me to be your child. And all you need is my, my willingness, my faith, just saying, yes, Lord, you come be God of my life. And we thank you that you do forgive us for all of it, past, present, even future. Because when we walk with you, that's that's when we grow into the people you created us to be. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And thank you so much for that prayer. And anybody out there who wants to read the other 60 some odd five more stories <laughs> that are in the book, <laughs> um, you can get your copy, um, Imagine the God of Heaven. And um, John, where can they get it and find out more about you? Um, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Costco, Hobby Lobby, anywhere books are sold, really. Uh, yeah, and you can go to um, imaginethegodofheaven.com uh, to, to find out more. Um, there's also uh, johnburkonline.com uh, where, where uh, I'll be just keeping you posted along the way, so... Wonderful. And what would you like to leave my audience with today? You know, my prayer is that um, you would realize that God is the love you've always wanted. And the realization with that would cause you to live every day in close communion with him, following him, living in his grace and compassion and mercy and, and incredibly exquisite love for you. If this ministry has blessed your life, would you like, subscribe, and share this with others? We are here to fulfill the Great Commission. So be sure to come back next time for another episode of The Call with Nancy Sebado. You'll be blessed. Do you listen to the call of God? Because God speaks to you every day. Are you listening to the call?